Hey friends, this is Andy Storch, and I'm excited to announce that we are bringing the Talent Development Think Tank Conference back on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. Yes, you might remember we hosted this conference for the first time in January 2020, and it was a huge hit with everyone telling us it was the best conference they ever attended. And of course, we were looking forward to running it again in 2021 until the pandemic hit. That's when I launched the Talent Development Think Tank membership community, and that's been going strong since May of 2020. But I know how valuable it is to get people together in person, and that's why we are excited to be bringing the conference back again on February 22nd and 23rd in Sonoma, California. I'm committed to making this a highly engaging and interactive event where you can connect, learn, and grow together with other talent development professionals. This is going to be the best event out there in talent development, and I would love to see you there. If you want to find more information and get your tickets today, the website is tdtt.us conference. That's tdtt.us slash conference. I hope to see you there. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat with your host, Andy Storch. The show is dedicated to helping you develop the most important part of your organization, the people. If you are in HR or talent development, or you just want to learn how to get the best out of your people, then you are in the right place. Each week, Andy shares interviews with talent development professionals, thought leaders, and experts to share best practices, learn about the latest trends, and find out what has been successful in the world of talent development. This podcast is designed to give you what you need to be successful in the world of talent development. Now, here's your host, Andy Storch. Welcome to the Talent Development Hot Seat. I am your host, Andy Storch, and I'm excited that you're joining me today for a bonus Q&A session with my friend, Michelle Lau Torres, who is a culture champion, and she's worked in organizations, public and private, all over the world, four different continents. She currently is a performance manager at the Austin Bergstrom International Airport, and she works with all kinds of different people. Always excited for her to share some of her experience and ask questions. She's a founding member of our talent development think tank community, and she's become a good friend as well, and so I was happy to have her on the podcast. If you haven't listened to our full interview about defining and aligning culture, make sure you go back and check that out. Today is a bonus Q&A session with Michelle where I ask her about her proudest moment in her career, her biggest failure or mistake, the biggest challenge she sees in talent development, the trends that she's following, books she recommends, and her advice for us in talent development. So here is my bonus Q&A session with Michelle. All right, I'm back with Michelle Lau for a bonus Q&A to talk about your career briefly. Michelle, what's been your greatest accomplishment or proudest moment in your career so far? Ooh, my greatest accomplishment. Okay, this might sound a bit strange, but every role that I have been in has literally been a startup within an organization. And my greatest accomplishment is the legacy of starting starting work units up from scratch and watching them watching them flourish and grow and become something. So I I'm a bit of a trailblazer when it comes to, you know. We, 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 we need a training team, which becomes we need an organizational effectiveness team, which becomes we need a performance team, et cetera, et cetera. And so I and I love doing that. I love building teams. Um, I build successful teams. And what I love is seeing the members of my team move on out and move on up. And, and uh, that's been that's been really satisfying for me. I love that building successful teams. All right. Flip side. What has been one of your biggest mistakes or failures in your career and what did you learn from it? Ooh, 
Um, let me see. So, I, I mean, I've, I mean, we all have failures, right? I've got a couple yeah. of them, but I, I've got a, I've got a standout one. So I, I worked for an individual who it was a very tough, tough time for, for me. So, and, and this is one of the reasons why when I, when I do my consultant work, I do a lot of work on toxic leadership uh, because I never really, I was not actually a believer at a time that toxic leadership really existed. I, I really, I put it down to interpersonality, you know, interpersonal skills, differences of opinion. Mm. And then there's, there's always that, like that par, that par factor, that par control between a, you know, a, a manager and a leader versus an, an employee. So one of, one of the biggest failures that I had was I allowed my own fear in the workplace to influence, negatively influence how I managed my team. Uh, so in other words, I allowed what I would consider a toxic leader to, to, and toxic leadership to impact me to the, to the extent where I started becoming toxic myself. Mm. And I cannot tell you how much self-awareness it takes to realize that that's what you're doing in the moment. <laughs> but you see, when you realize it, man, it's, it is, it, it, it was like somebody opening up a window, right? When you go, my God, I've just become part of the problem, the very problem that I'm complaining about. And, uh, and I was damaging my, I was damaging my team. So uh, yeah, that was my, that was one of the biggest, I, I want to say mistakes or failures that I had uh, as a leader. And what I can tell you is what I learned from it was, um, I, I was actually reading a book called Leadership and Self-Deception. I don't know if you ever heard that of that book. But it's a very easy read, right? And it talks about being in the box. And I realized that I was in the box and, uh, and I needed to get on out of there and uh, create the protection versus then versus being a, a, like a filter and a focus. I needed to create protection. So what I learned from it was uh, how to stand my ground and continue to be to be me with with my leadership and my relationships and my communication style um and i also developed a training around it which was very successful so i pivoted and made money from it <laughs> good for you hey yeah. if we learn as long as we learn from our failures and our mistakes that's the most important thing right then they're not failures they're learning opportunities there you go but awesome. i'll tell you that was some learning though and I, and i will also say right like i'm pretty straight shooter so I had conversations with this particular leader, right? And I and I said, here's all the issues. I, I tried all of the things that I have in my train and I tried and it didn't work. And uh, it was uh, through a retirement that it finally disappeared. But shortly after that, I, I was so underwhelmed with it all. I started looking for other opportunities. Yeah, that makes sense. And I love that you learned lessons and created the training from it. I mean, you know, half, half of my lessons in my book and, and from, you know, mistakes that I made in my career and then learning from those things and all the things I put into practice. Michelle, what do you think is the biggest challenge in learning and development today? Um, I, th I think, and, and I spoke about this just in the, in the podcast, I think taking a look at, at, at talent development as just training is, is a challenge because it, there's, it, it, it's much more than that, but in, in terms of the challenge of training again, I think it's leaving a, a whole section of the workforce behind who doesn't have either access to technology or um, doesn't know how to use technology. I think that's that's totally a, a challenge in talent development. But I, I also I mean, I think that we um, are in a crisis when it comes to human resources and how we're very transactional still. There hasn't been a real evolution of, of the human resources function. And, um, and I think that it's time for, for some changes with, with that so that 
learning and development is integrated into everything that you do. And as soon as you walk into an organization, and I'm not talking about onboarding, I'm talking about learning stuff should be something that you do every single day. Mm. And whether that is formally or informally or through mentorship or discussions or whatever it is, you should be learning something new every day and, um, and being masters of your trade. So that's kind of where, where I am with, with, with that. I think the frustrations there are that, yes, I think all of the technology that's available is magnificent. Mm-hmm. It, it leaves a lot of people behind. Michelle, you mentioned uh, one book already, Leadership and Self-Deception. Is there another book that you, or a TED Talk that you highly recommend or has made an impact on you? Yes, I have loads of them, actually. There is a book written by Gordon McKenzie. I want to say it was in the late 90s. I don't know if you've heard of it or not, called um, Orbiting the Giant Hairball. Hmm, no. Anyway, so this guy, uh, he, he worked for Hallmark, and he was uh, what we would now call a disruptor, but that particular language probably didn't exist back then. And, and in the book, everything that he talks about in the book is still very relevant today. And he's, he's one of, the, he was one of the, the people that I, when I first read this book, and it talked about being a master of your game, it talked about um, how do you normalize your genius every day? Um, and it talked about cultures that normalize the grind. And if you were having, you know, if you find your job easy, you weren't working hard enough. And so it, it, so really what he talked about was that culture is the giant her, herball and hmm. to be creative and to be innovative and to bring your whole self at work, you had to learn how to orbit the herball, right? Which I find really interesting considering one of the rules that I have is to create the herball. <laughs> Right. So I find it, it was one of these the books that I go back to quite a lot and go, oh, man, I need to read this little piece again, because it, it, it it's a it's a it's a it is about disruption. Um, yeah. I also am a huge fan of um, Sir Ken Robinson. I don't know if you've ever heard of Sir Ken Robinson, mm-hmm. but he is a, he passed away just over a year ago now. Uh, he has some magnificent TED talks on it's actually mostly around education, but it's really about uh, how do we how do we how do systems steal the creativity and talent uh, from people? So he looks at it from a, a point of education. I look at it from a point of, when I listen to him, I think about organizations, right? How do, how do we sap out the talent uh, through a job description, put people in a box? Um, and how do we, how do, we do that? Uh, where we're, we're just, we're inhibiting our human potential in an organization versus unleashing it. And so he is a magnificent orator as well. Uh, so yeah, that's, that's two, that's two things for you to have a munch on. I'll take it. And last question, <laughs> Michelle, for anyone listening who works in talent development is looking for new ways to accelerate their career success. What's one more piece of advice you would give? I would say find your niche and, and find your, your purpose and figure out how to live by that. Right. Like um, what is it that you really are passionate about within the talent development space because there's a lot to be passionate about, you know, and and once you once you find what it is that you that you really get passionate about, it's probably because it aligns in some way with your values and it aligns in some way with your beliefs and and what value you bring and you think that you bring to the world, and so that's going to then impact your your brand and it's going to impact your decisions and uh, and I think then it 
just those things happen and are automatically going to accelerate your career because then you really know what you're looking for and you're going to be choosy and you're going to see things jump out at you that might not have jumped out at you previously when you really dig deep into what it is you want to achieve. I agree. I love it. Some great advice there. Michelle, this has been awesome. More great value from you. Thanks again for coming on the show. Always love talking with you and I'll chat with you again soon. Awesome. Thanks, Andy. All right, that will do it for my bonus Q&A session with Michelle Lautorez. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope that uh, you got some inspiration, some ideas for you in your own career. Make sure you write some stuff down and put it into action. And I will remind you one more time, Michelle is a member of our Talent Development Think Tank community. And if you are not yet a member, we'd love for you to come join us. The website to join is tdtt.us, tdtt.us. And you can put in code HOTSEAT. H-O-T-S-E-A-T for 10% off for being a podcast listener. You can sign up for a monthly package or for the year if you want to save even more money. It's up to you and there's no commitments beyond that. It's not hard to leave if you decide that it's not valuable for you anymore, but we rarely see anybody leaving because we are committed to providing so much value and bringing so many great people together. Thank you again for listening. I've got another great interview coming up for you next week where I'm going to be speaking with another one of our members, Ryan McRae, all about their career development programs at Commerce Bank. See you then. Thanks again for listening to the Talent Development Hot Seat. If you haven't already, we'd love for you to leave us a rating and review on iTunes to help other people find the show. And as always, you can find all of our episodes and tons of free resources on our website, talentdevelopmenthotseat.com. Thank you again. Take care.